Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to another edition of Flying Solo. We're back. We are back. Been a, been a little while again, Flying Solo, we're under the Sorry in Advance umbrella, wherever you get your podcast. Um, I'm Mike Golick. My wife, Chris, is here as well. We've we've been off for about a month. We were uh, away. We went off the yeah, electronic grid a little bit. A little bit. We still did, you know, Twitter and, and the such. But we were out at, uh, at our place in Arizona for all of February, just kind of kind of chilling out. We, you know? we hit the timing perfectly. We left Connecticut. Just before it started snowing a bunch, uh, they got a lot of snow, and it was sunny and 75 every day when we were out in Arizona. Every freaking day. Yeah. 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 We took uh, Harry and Hank with us, so we were all out there just kind of hanging out. Left the kids back here in Connecticut and Massachusetts in the cold. Yeah. Yeah, complaining to us every day, so it was uh, it was nice. We yes, got we to, had a good time. Now we're, we're back in Connecticut, finishing up packing the house. Yes. Uh, to, to move out. We were going to basically do that anyway. The house, you know, where the kids grew up, we needed to downsize yeah, anyway. Yeah, but I cry off and on on a regular basis. So. Yes, you do. You you do that anyway because yeah. you're kind of the, <laughs> the, the emotional one uh, in the family. But we had a great time, but we want to get back into into this a bit, doing some podcasts as far as what I'm going to be doing. That'll, that'll be coming up pretty soon. We've been kind of intentionally just kind of taking a break. Right. Um, after you know, twenty five years of getting up so early, it was it's been nice to sleep in. So, and if one thing we've learned is that the wheels turn slowly with things. Yes, like, yeah. patience is important, and you just kind of you know let yep. things unravel the way they're supposed to. Yep, so. that's exactly right. So it'll all happen at some point. I'll be back in it again, doing multiple things. So again, we'll we'll, we'll keep everybody abreast of that. But it was nice nice to get out um, away for a little bit. But as I said, now we're back, so we. We uh, asked you for a bunch of questions, sports and non-sports, and we got a bunch of questions. I got some stuff to talk about as well. So, uh, uh, what, we'll, what start, we... we'll start with one of the things that we talked about when we were in Arizona. There was a survey that came out asking people what age, if they could go back to any age, what age would they think is is the perfect age? And that's so wild because obviously, you know, our you know we're in our late fifties. Our daughter is twenty six, so you could really go. She doesn't have as much linear no. time to go back to, but. Uh, you know, I think that everybody can kind of look back and kind of pinpoint where they think the sweet spot would be. And and the average sweet spot of the most was in the 30s, was it I not? think it was mid to late 30s. Yeah, so. yeah. Yours was a bit different than that. Mine was a little bit older, but mine was 49. 49. I'm sure there's going to now, you don't hit 50, so I'm sure all right, women will. Right, but your will. toes are wrapped around yeah. the cliff, but you yeah. haven't jumped off. So, so women will appreciate right, that. So not you're even. eternally 49, which so, is fine. So why? Why 49? Well, the age, you're not 50. Yeah. <laughs> um, my kids at that point were 18 and above, so. Sydney, our youngest, was 18. Right. The boys were in their 20s. So on right? a daily basis, I wasn't responsible for their well-being. They were supposed to be managing that on their we own. Were past, <laughs> we were past wiping noses and wiping butts. Right, and trying to, you know, mold a, a right. human. So, right. um, you know, that job was done at that point. And then, you know, from a, a career and financial standpoint, we were probably in a good a good spot where, we, you know, 
you had achieved what you wanted to achieve and right. um, you know felt secure in that respect. So th- I think those are like the most important so buttons what, to hit. What's wild is we're, you're 57 on 58. That's only that's only what nine years ago, yeah. eight years right. ago for you, right? Yeah. And I would still be happy with where I am if the number on the the age odometer wasn't ticking uh, yeah. every year. But. We are now closer to 60 right. than we are to 50, oh, which is... God, just, why are you saying that? I know, it's, it's kind of... It's too early in the morning to think about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, so. sorry about that. All right, that, that, that's interesting. Because yes. everybody always says, God, do you go back to high school or college? Right. Which we all enjoyed, and you better say you enjoyed college. That's where we I met. I did, I so. enjoyed college, but you know, it's a, that's a lot of work and reading and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I remember. You and I used to meet up in the library <laughs> all the time and do our study. And, and I would do my study and you would read the paper. Well, reading the paper was, was part of my It wasn't work. the Wall Street Journal. It was the Cleveland Plain Dealer. Had to catch up on the hometown okay. stuff, and it was used in a class of mine in... Let's move on. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, the one of the other things that we personally wanted to talk about was uh, Kyle Rudolph being released by the Vikings. It's uh, and when when I get in the NFL, I'll talk about it. this. Is the time now where teams have to get their salary cap in order? Uh, coming up on March 9th is the last day to franchise somebody, and also you're getting to the league start of the league year this month, so you have to be uh, under the cap. And that's what teams are doing now. And Kyle Rudolph had, had a good number, I think about eight mil or so, six or eight mil. And they wanted him to uh, take a pay cut. And he said no, mm-hmm. knowing full well what was going to happen. So we got released. And uh, But it's just wild because when our boys went to Notre Dame, we kind of got to know so many of these guys like Kyle and other players right. there. Uh, we felt like we saw them grow up. We right. watched them. You have more of a vested interest in how yeah. their life, you know, unfolds. You, you saw them get yeah. there at seventeen and eighteen. You saw them get, you know, go through life, grow up, get their girlfriends. Eventually, Kyle's wife was a former cheerleader at Notre Dame, who we knew and knew the family, and they have three beautiful kids. And so it's it's kind of it's fun to watch how with all these 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 young men and women have grown up. Right. Uh, it's very cool now. So Kyle, he'll, he'll be on another team. He still wants to play, and he still has ball left in him. So. But this is where we are in in the league year now. Golden Tate, another Domer guy that we yeah. know, uh, got released. And He's the big, a little bit older. Yeah, the big one was J.J. Watt being right. released and right. then signed with and the And that Cardinals. was interesting because we were in Arizona when it all went down. When so, it all went when So uh, it was fun to watch from a on a local perspective yeah. the response to getting J.J. Watt. The picture of him next to Michael Bidwell, the owner, who, who is flew, a pilot, flew, flew in, in, in the private, private plane. plane. Yeah. yeah. Him yeah. and his wife in, so but the he'll city be here. Was really a buzz about it. You went on local radio yeah, there to talk about they, it. Were yeah. they excited about it? They were. They were excited, and and as I'll get into a bit, it's like, what is it going to put them over the top? I'll give you some reasons why. I, I, for first of all, I, it's a two year deal. I don't think they're going to be knocking on the Super Bowl door in those two years. You never know. No, you don't. You don't. Yeah. And we've seen five and eleven teams win the Super Bowl the right. next year. Could it happen? Yes. Are they a better team? With him, yes, I think so. But I'll give you some numbers a little later on what they did, you know, without him last year as a defense and even without their other stud, Chandler Jones, uh, as well. It's a lot of money. Right. You know, 31 mil over two years, 23 guaranteed. So he'll be a hefty cap hit as well. Do they have uh, a lot of room? Uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to look. I have that as far as the room that they have. Okay. Um, that'll, that'll be part because, of Because, I mean, if they have a lot of room, then, you know, at least they're out there spending. Some teams don't spend what they have to spend. That is very true. So. The Arizona Cardinals, they are they're about $13 million to play with. So, okay. uh, you know, right. it, it's going to be interesting. You can, again, you can, you can 
working. Right. You know, if you have a good capologist, right. so right. we'll, uh, we'll, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. See if it ends yeah. up being a good move. That's what always makes it interesting. Oh, yeah. It's like a chess yeah. game. Yeah, how does it work? Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly right. So, uh, well, getting back to being in Arizona, too, um, we got a few questions about people going out there for spring training. Now that uh, fans are allowed. Which we saw right in the beginning of while we were out there. Yes, it started while we were out there. And the ticket sales started while we were out there. And they went like wildfire. Uh, Fans are anxious. Well, yeah, it's like everything. Think about it. Just a year ago is when, you know, everything shut down. And that's people love spring training, whether it's in Florida or Arizona. Right. You know, it gets crazy out there. So it's and, nice that some people yeah, get to come back. Get to come back it. to it. So yeah. yeah, it was it was pretty nice to see that. That's kind of it was fun to watch all the local news about that. It kind of takes me back to when I got out of the league. I started working for ESPN right away in '95, but then I also went to Phoenix to do uh, local radio with, with Bruce Jacobs. Right. And so I had, we were into the local teams, the right. Suns, the Coyotes. Well, we have yeah. them in Connecticut. Yeah. We don't we, per se have them. No. You can latch on to a New York team or a New England. Right, right. It's not the same as it being yeah. in your local market. It was pretty, pretty fun to, to listen to all the, you know, yep. with, with Phoenix Suns doing so well. Yeah, it's, now, it's good to be in yeah. Phoenix right now. Yeah, it, yeah, is. it really is. It definitely Because is. also there's a lot of great places to eat. Yeah, well, that was one of the questions or a few of the questions. People wanted to know some of our favorite places to eat when they were heading out there to um, Scottsdale for spring training. And most people know we're big breakfast eaters. Yes, we are. So we have two favorite places to go eat breakfast at out there. Uh, one of them is First Watch, and that's a chain that you can find across the country. There. You can. Very good. The Million Dollar Bacon is, is one of the it's really, really the good. It's got the maple syrup sprinkled on it. Drizzled on it. And pepper, it like some yeah. kind of pepper. It's and very it's, good. Yeah. Yeah. It comes out presented very nicely yes. on a plate and costs too much. But it's, <laughs> but it's very good. good. It's a nice treat every night. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. And then... Our favorite local place to eat breakfast is Butters. The best pancakes. This is when, now listen, you can always find something to go off track a little bit. We're about 80 to 85 good, 20, 15 to 20 bad. Right. Butters, we can go down that road. Well, you go worse than I do. I, I do. do. I, go pre- I still have pancakes that they're lean more to the better side. Yeah, I have cinnamon roll pancakes, yeah. which and doesn't wow, lean they're toward. so good. Oh my God. They're so good. I mean, even when I get eggs there and try and eat well, I get a side of those pancakes. pancakes so they yeah. kind of... You know, yeah. hey, so if every now and then, you know, to splurge a little yeah. more, you can eat healthy there too. Yeah, you can, you can, yeah. and you may have to wait a little bit. Um, the line but moves fast. it was pretty fast. We found a great kind of chill place too. Yeah, if more for lunch or the evening. It's called the living room, and there's two of them in Scottsdale, and it's just a great like casual ambiance. The door, you know, they have the big doors open to the outside because the weather's wonderful right now. Um, with chair, uh, you know, like uh, couches and big yeah. chairs outside. Yeah, you can bring your dogs. We, out we brought, to brought Hank and Harry. They yep. they chilled. Ha- they Hank they just, approved. Hank just sat up on the couch and uh, and chilled out while yep. Harry was sniffing around at everything. Yep, there was multiple dogs there, but yep. really nice, good people there. Very friendly atmosphere. Um, so we recommend that if you're looking for a place to hang for a little bit. Yep. You know, have a few drinks and something to eat. Very so. good, very good. But there's a million places in Scottsdale. Yeah, there are. You can't go wrong. Cannot, really cannot can't go wrong. Go wrong and a million casinos, which we found. <laughs> That's another story yeah, for another is. day. Yeah, it is. Um, but a, a couple other quick questions that people asked. Um, are you a crunchy peanut butter or a smooth peanut butter? I'm a smooth peanut butter guy all the way. Me too. I tried, and we both tried crunchy. I mean, we'll do it in a pinch, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm a smooth. Like, if there was no crunchy, you'd, yeah. I mean, no smooth, you'd eat it. I, I would eat it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Me not, too. not my favorite, but I, I would definitely eat it. Right. We got the proverbial pancakes, waffles, or French toast. Oh, 
Um, I think I'm always going to go with pancakes. I probably am going to go with pancakes because you can do it so many right. ways. Waffles now, is my second. I yeah, like, now, yeah, because everything you can put whipped cream on, so right. you know, that's a win. <laughs> is that the prerequisite? As long as it can hold whipped cream, I'm a fan of it. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. Brand of toilet paper, is it important to you? It's very important because there ain't nothing worse than no. a bad brand and, yeah. you know, you're we're, we're, feeling the effects. Our family's pretty staunch supporters of Charmin. I have been sent back to the grocery store yeah, when I pick the up the wrong package. And like some problematic words and, from people yeah, and that they will not use them. Yes. Not at all. Yeah. Yes. So we're very particular about the Charmin if you can get it. So um, Someone asked, it's Lent now. Right. Um, is banana bread a sweet? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately it is. I mean it's it leans more to a dessert than it a, does. Than a bread. I'm sure somebody gave up sweets and they're asking because even zucchini bread, like I Zucchini have vegetable in it? Yeah, that's not sweet. It is. No, it's not sweet. It's a sweet. Eat. You can add zucchini bread if you gave up sweets. Eat zucchini bread. Is pumpkin bread a sweet? It, pumpkin. No, eat pumpkin bread too. <laughs> you painted yourself into a corner. I have. Uh, yeah. I give you disposition or whatever. Whatever. Oh my god. Uh, best food we ate during our month off. Um. I had a great salad from that one place. But People are going to be appalled that you say the best food you had was... It a, was was really good, though. Um, the Bang Bang Shrimp at, at, at the, the living, living room. room. Yeah. yeah, was really, really good. We went to the living room like three times. Yeah, we so. did. Once we got on that, we hit it pretty hard. We did. But I did like that. Yeah, like I said, everything's so good out there. Yeah, Maybe yeah. because the sun is shining and you're It happy. could be. It makes yeah. everything... Yeah, Everything yeah. tastes good. Yeah. So, um, St. Patrick's Day, people asked about... A Golic St. Patrick's Day, and surprisingly, our family, you know, the kids did it a little bit when they were in their 20s in Chicago, but uh, for the most part, our family was usually apart at that time. So yeah, never really we usually were. Anything. Now, it, for growing up, um, because we have spring break like at Notre Dame, and, and we never had a lot of money growing up to take trips like, like people go on spring break, so at home... Um, and, and the drinking age when I was young was 18 for beer. Right. Um, so what would happen is two older brothers, I have Greg and Bob, my dad would drive us down to the flats, which was banging back then. Right. And he would drop us off. I'm talking like at 10 in the morning. Right. Drop us off and leave us. Right. So we wouldn't be driving right. home. Right. And I mean, we'd be there till midnight, two in the morning, all day. Uh, I mean, I couldn't even fathom doing something like that anymore. Couldn't even fathom it. But back then we did it for, yeah. for a few years in a row and had a ball, learned I, I did not did not like corned beef. I love corned beef. I know you do. Yeah. I, I do not. Yeah. Um but your yeah. mom didn't make it. No. I, I take it quickly. None of us none of us really liked it, so, so no. No, she didn't. But that was our St. Patrick's Day. But man, I can't remember the last time yeah. going out for St. Patty's Day. Yeah, I don't think that'll really be a thing again this year. I don't think so either. No. I don't Maybe think so. Maybe next either. year but not so much this year, so... Um. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita! Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. 
one other thing I guess that I had on my list was uh, we were out in Arizona when Tiger had his accident. Yeah, yeah. That was, uh, you know, a lot of people are wondering, well, you know, the, the question already out there was, was will Tiger ever people win again? Asking, yeah, yeah, Listen, I didn't think he was going to win when he first came back, and then he goes and shuts us all up and wins the, the Masters. Right. And I think even at that point, it was a, there wasn't going to be any consistency to the winning. It was going right. to be... To use your term, in a term obviously you yeah. didn't make up, but catching yeah. lightning in a bottle, having that that good short days, and, and it yep. all kind of kind of clicks for you. Yep. Can you do that again? I mean, listen, we honestly don't. We know that injuries were bad, but we don't know the full extent. Right. How long is it even going to be before he can get back? But I think, and I don't just say this about great players, all time players. I say this about because I include myself, who was an average player. You know, had had a nice career. But if, if if my if I got hurt and that ended my year right right kind of at the end, I think I would do everything in my power to rehab and come back and prove that I did it to come back and I, and play. Alex Smith is the ultimate right. in that one, and he came back right. and he played. We all held our breath. Right. I completely understood what he was doing, but I was scared to death watching right. him. Well, we don't really know the extent of the injuries and the lingering no. effect, but we do know that he's had five back surgeries. Yeah, and two. On a personal note, Jake had back surgery similar to Tiger. Yeah. And Jake yesterday was just doing rollouts on an abdominal. On an abdominal. And his back is locked up. Went out. And that's the thing about it. Jake's been in perfect health yeah. for however long now and one little thing. Yeah, you don't know. You don't know. A back is so debilitating. Um, so debilitating. You, you just don't know. And it's not, you know, you can be rehabbing it and taking care of it, but if it decides that it wants yeah. to act up, it's going to... And now we know he had, you know, open fractures in the leg. Right. He's got a lot of hardware in there well, that now. that compounds everything. It, it does. I, so, the one thing, he's in a sport where he can keep playing. Right. I mean, the Champions there's, Tour... There's no that, expiration that, date on his right, career. That right. Phil's playing in now, but I also think he's going to get a lot of joy. When does that turn to... His son, he right. golfed with his son Charlie. Who, right. God, what a swing that kid's got! Right. But when you turn to man, you know, now I'm, I'm going to really concentrate on, on my kid's career right. coming up. Now and maybe stuff. it will be a good diversion as he's trying as to make it, it back on his own. Yeah, those yeah. days that are hard, he can. But you know, I, if I were to guess, I don't know about winning. I think that's going to be a tough ask. Again, it would be something. Yeah, lightning in a bottle. bottle. But yeah. I do think he will come back and play competitively because. I don't think he'll want to go out this right. way. Even if it competitively doesn't look like it did anymore. Right, right. Just to say but, but that he got, he got back, back out. out. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think, would agree, too. Yeah, I think he will. Everybody needs goals, and that's probably yeah, going to yeah. be his goal. It's a good so. thing to work back to. And For plus, sure. just kind of that athlete mentality of, right. I'm not going to let an injury, even though this had nothing to do with the sport, that I'm not going to let it, you know, affect you know, how my, how my time then. So we'll For sure. See. So. All right, well, I'm going to leave you to finish up. Yep. You done with me? I'm done. Goodbye. Okay. All right, goodbye. Thanks. Thanks for stopping by. Sure. <laughs> uh, so obviously a ton of questions, you guys. I answered a lot of them on Twitter, uh, but quickly we can run through uh, some of the other sports as well. As we mentioned, we were out in um, uh, Arizona when, when spring training has, was going on there. It was good to see. It was good to see, again, uh, small crowds, but people still wanted to get in there. And baseball's just starting, so we have a lot of time to talk about that. You see, you know, I think what's going to be interesting is is the Padres making moves the way they did the Dodgers. So let's see how that division goes. You know, can the Padres, you know, be there at the end? You look in Chicago, the White Sox, are they ready to make another run of the World Series? The Cubs, are they basically, 
you know, disbanding the group that won the World Series a few years ago. They've already lost some players. More contracts are up in November. And then there's, you know, everything else in between. Uh, you know, I, I was wonder how, how it will come back. We talked about the Astros. They kind of got out of being booed and taunted everywhere for what they got in trouble for. Uh, with the stealing the signs and stuff, and I wonder if people are in the stadiums this year. Will that? Will that? Will it be that year off, and will people kind of have moved on from that, or will they still be uh, getting all over them? So there's there's some great storylines there. We're very very early in it, so we'll see. We we've, we've got plenty of time for that. Basketball, uh, you know, a lot going on there. We're getting close to the All Star break. We just saw the teams were picked by. I kind of like the way they do it. The two top vote getters are the captains. It was Kevin Durant. And um, and LeBron James and they pick their teams, so that that that's always fun. They do it live. I think that's a cool thing they do it with the TNT guys, you know, Barkley and Shaq and and those guys. And I think that they, it's it's a fun thing uh, that they do. So that's going on. Even though there was a bit of controversy around the NBA All Star Game, the players really kind of scratching their heads, saying, "Why are we playing this? You know, we're everybody's trying hard to stay, <clears throat> you know." do the right thing for COVID and you're bringing everybody together from all the different teams to one spot in Atlanta to play. And the league is doing it obviously for sponsors and such. They have the business side of doing it. And when those two meet and you know, the league a lot of times wins in that and the game is going to be played. You're not going to have a lot of the fanfare around it from fans to parties and all that, at least that we know about. If there are some, I'm sure we'll see, but I think, I think everybody's going to, going to try and be pretty good about this because you got to go right back into the season as well <clears throat> and you don't want to cost your team anything so uh we'll see that was a, a bit of a battle like i said the players kind of scratching their head but owners as they do normally uh win in this one and the game will be played it's been interesting on the court i know the last you know week or so couple of weeks there's been a lot going on with the refs who have made some unbelievably chippy and and weak calls on the court, tossing guys, teeing up guys. It's been, it, it's been a head scratcher. Something that Adam Silver really, really kind of maybe need to have that conversation uh, with the referees about you know what they're calling, when they're calling it, how they're calling it. Because you know it, it's it, some of those calls are tough. And, and listen, if they're there, they're there. If we're not really seeing them, but they're on the court happening, okay. But I mean. You know, I, you see some of them and you just really kind of wonder what is going on. Why, you know, are, are the refs too sensitive out there to what they hear? You know, uh, maybe a few more earmuffs out there or are things really as bad as they seem? It, does, it doesn't seem so. I mean, again, this is just looking in. You hear some of the analysts talking about it. Certainly the players are always going to, you know, talk about that they're being wrong. So it's tough to just listen to them. But when you see it, and then you see you can see the replays and see some of the missed calls and or the tees. You just wonder, wow, what what is what is happening there? But as far as the league is going right now, you know who had who had money, you know, on basically at the break. It's Philadelphia leading the East and Utah leading the West. You know, did anybody have that at the halfway point? I'm sure there's a Vegas bet on it. Um, some people may have thought the 76ers, but I'm sure a lot of people thought Brooklyn. But those guys haven't played together a whole lot. KD is still out and out through the break. Uh, Milwaukee is sitting at third. The Nets are second. So I'm sure it's going to be between those three teams. But, you know, at this point, Philly with a half-game lead on Brooklyn and Utah with a two-and-a-half-game lead on the Suns, the Phoenix Suns. Basically one of the hottest teams in the league right now. You look at the last 10 games, they're 8-2, and two, only it was the Nets. 
uh, sitting at nine and one, you know, who, who had, uh, had a little better of a record. The Suns are playing incredibly well. That's again, that's why it was really fun to kind of be out there uh, to hear the local talk about it. But you have Utah leading, Suns are second, Lakers are third, and the Clippers are fourth. I think everybody believes it's going to be between those four uh, to come out of the West. And as I mentioned, the three coming out of the East. Everybody's just waiting to see what Brooklyn is going to do, how explosive they can be when KD comes back. And KD, Kyrie, and James Harden, who in a lot of people's minds is leading the way in the MVP vote right now. Uh, of, of where this Nets team is going to end up. I would still, if I had to bet money, you know, I was afraid to lose, I would I would still go with the Nets. And you have AD needs to come back for the Lakers. He's been gone for a while. So the Lakers have not been playing all that well and having some losses. Uh, but I still will bet on them as long as health is their main concern without question. Uh, so we'll see where that goes as we head into the All-Star break <clears throat> and kind of enjoy that quick little break before well, we get at it after it again. Then out of the NFL, obviously a lot going on in there, as we've always talked about. There's never an offseason uh, in the NFL. Uh, we are basically in the, we're almost done with the two-week period of putting the franchise tag on. That ends the March 9th, and that's when you'll really hear it, because teams will try and work out stuff all the way up until then. And if you can't get a deal done, then you put the tag on, guys. So you'll start to see some of that as of late here. Uh, the biggest news coming out of the last couple of days, Ben Roethlisberger, Took about a $5 million cut on his salary. He's, uh, and he's saving the team about 15 mil, I believe, in the salary cap. So that's going to help them because they need some help right now. The running game was bad. The old line, yes, some retirements. You're going to lose some guys. This team somewhat fell apart after a, a, a nice start to the season. I believe the last undefeated team in the NFL uh, before they just absolutely positively fell apart. So you'll start to see more moves as well. As I, I talked about earlier, that the cap number, uh, that is really going to be an issue. Teams have got to get under the cap uh, for the start of the, of the uh, year. The, the league year, which is this month, is when the start of it hits. And there are some teams in a lot of trouble. The team worse off for the Saints. There are $69 million over the cap. Uh, there are 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 11 teams over the cap, the lowest being the Buffalo Bills. They're like 200000 over the cap. The teams with the most room, Jacksonville, the Jets, the Colts, all between 80 and 70-some million dollars they have to spend. New England, 53. The Broncos, 44 mil. So some teams with some room. So you'll see more guys getting cut. You know, the big one, as I, we talked about earlier, was J.J. Watt. Uh, and then he signs the biggest deal uh, or signs a deal with Arizona. And, and my, my thought there is... You know, I did some interviews about that one, and hey, can you put them over the top? It's a two-year deal. Can they win the Super Bowl? You know, the, the people in Vegas are pretty smart, and the odds only dropped a little bit. They were seven to one to win the division. Now they're six to one, and that's still the worst of the four teams in what I think is the toughest division in all of football. The defense was okay last year, but one thing they were really good at, really good at, is sacks, and that was you know Chandler Jones didn't play a lot last year, and obviously J.J. Watt wasn't here, and they they still had 48 sacks. You know, they were one of the best in the league uh, with sacks. So uh, I, overall, you know, as far as the defense, I think I think they did pretty well. They were, they were you know, pushing the top 10. Um, that, that weren't too great against a run, giving up about 125 yards a game. So, 
you know, getting J.J. Watt and Chandler Jones on the field together certainly is going to help. Like I said, they had 48 sacks last year, you know, and they were they were an 8-18. Eight and 18. You know, on offense, they still need more help. Kyler Murray, I think, is an excellent quarterback, only to get better. Their passing game certainly needs to pick up. The running game was pretty good, but that's that's a lot to do with Kyler Murray as well, who had over 800 rushing yards. Now, can they push for the Super Bowl in the next two years? Certainly, because we've seen, as I mentioned, five and 11 teams win the Super Bowl the next year. They're, they're in the hardest division. Now, we'll see what happens with Seattle and Russell Wilson if he ends up being traded. Uh, that obviously is going to really be a detriment to Seattle and what they want to do. We'll see what Stafford brings to the Rams. And is Garoppolo going to be the quarterback in San Francisco? So that's a division that still could have some upheaval. One already did at the quarterback position, and the Rams feel they bettered themselves at the quarterback position. I do as well, getting Stafford. So we'll see. Uh, I don't know the other offers that J.J. Watt got. I do not know if it was more than that. I Personally, I thought he was either going to go to the Steelers to play with his two brothers, or he was going to go to a team that was really right on the verge of winning a Super Bowl. Now, he may think that out in Arizona with the, the talent they have that they can get there. I don't know. But I thought it would be a team like closer, a little closer possibly to the Super Bowl. So again, I don't know what other offers are out there. This is a decent sized cap hit for a team that has about $13 million to, to play with. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see how it works out. I was, though, a little bit surprised uh, about the move. Um, so uh, w- what's next coming up, obviously, is going to be the draft. You know, yeah, free agency is going to start first. There'll be a lot of movement there. And then once we see kind of the quarterback carousel, does it stop somewhere? Is Russell Wilson traded? Is Sam Darnold traded? You know, so where do quarterbacks end up before we get to free agency and then before we get to the draft? Because we know in the draft uh, that quarterbacks are going to go. I mean, some analysts have the first four picks of the draft but with trades being quarterbacks. You know, between Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson and Trey Lance and Justin Fields. Then you have Mac Jones in there as well. Could be five quarterbacks going in the first round. It's going to be really, really interesting uh, what happens with them. Um, again, I, I say Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback in this draft. Then I'd probably go with Zach Wilson next. And then I, I, I'd be picking between like the Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Mac Jones it's going to be very interesting, you know, how the rest of that falls. And a lot of it is by just what the team thinks. Every team grades every player, and then they go based on what their, what their grade is. And, you know, the, the biggest question for everybody out there is, do the Jets stay with Sam Darnold, or do they go with another quarterback? Well, first and foremost, uh, it depends on what grade you have. Are you going to also, are you going to try, if you're trying to get to Sean Watson, I do it in a heartbeat. You have a ton of first-round picks over the next few years. Use those. If they want a player as well, so be it. Then you get Deshaun Watson. Understand what Deshaun Watson is. Deshaun Watson is what you try to draft when you draft a quarterback in the first round. And it's about a 50% hit rate. So, I mean, it's, like I said, half and half, hit or miss. You hit with Deshaun Watson. He's 25 years old. He is a franchise quarterback. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. So if the Jets have a chance to trade for him, I would absolutely, without hesitation, do it. I would do it for a lot of teams. Uh, if they, but you got to have the capital to trade for him. You can't go in there and say, hey, we're going to try and lowball the Texans. Not going to happen. He is going to go for three first-rounders and probably a player as well. So that, that's going to be the price to get in the door. So, and the Jets have that. So 
that's what I would probably do first. If you don't want to give up all your assets, uh, then, then, then it comes down to what's your grade on the quarterbacks. What's your grade on if you think Zach Wilson is an expect quarterback over Trevor Lawrence if you're not going to get Trevor Lawrence because he's going to go to Jacksonville. Then is Zach Wilson, is it Justin Fields, is it Trey Lance, is it Mac Jones? What's your grade on the next quarterback? And is it a higher grade than maybe you had on Sam Darnold? Is it a franchise grade in your mind? And do you think that there is a higher ceiling than Sam Darnold? So that that's the question the Jets have to go through. Um, and and I, I would be ready to move on. Personally, I said it. I was surprised at the Sam Darnold pick. I don't think he's done much different than college uh, as far as turnovers. And I know he hasn't had a lot around him. I understand that completely. I've watched enough football. I've played enough football. I get it. I get it. It's what I see when I see him play. It's just my feeling that I would move on uh, with one of these other quarterbacks. I would probably try and trade for Deshaun Watson, if not see what one of these other quarterbacks are like. Remember, there's no combine this year. It's all virtual, so which is going to be interesting. And then, you know, hopefully you'll be able to get to meet with a guy one-on-one because you always want to talk to them. I don't care about throwing and shorts and a T-shirt. I don't give a damn about that. But talking to a guy, put him up at the whiteboard, make him draw some things out, watch tape, see what his reaction are, test him on things in person. Those, to me, are some key things to do more than watching him throw in shorts and a T-shirt. You know my feeling on that. I've said that for the last 20-some years. So we will see uh, how all that goes. But we have the, the draft is going to be really shifting. So you're seeing a lot of uh, mock drafts. I think my buddy Todd McShay has already come out with three of them. And, and that's, this is what they do. And all the networks do it, and I get it. And it's all going to keep changing, especially if quarterbacks are changing teams like a Sam Donald, like a Russell Wilson, a Teddy Bridgewater as he get traded away. Uh, they already tried to trade him uh, for Matthew Stafford earlier on. So still a lot of juggling going on from who's going to get tagged with the franchise tag, uh, free agency is going to start, what players move. And how do teams work to get under the cap? Is Drew Brees coming back in New Orleans? He's already said it'll help salary-wise to help with the salary cap hit that they're supposed to take. The one thing that, that's amazingly enough seems to be in stone that the oldest player in the league is coming back to try and win his A Super Bowl, and that's Tom Brady. He said he thinks their team could be better next year than it was this year in winning the Super Bowl. Dude is unbelievable. So, you know, that's a good one to end NFL talk on is is uh, what, what uh, you know, the, the oldest guy in the league basically is the surest thing right now to come back and be on the team that he won the Super Bowl with last year with so much else uh, up in the air. Uh, so before I go, though, I want to quickly mention again uh, that I'm doing th- that work with Operation uh, Barbecue Relief. I, um, I've talked about them. I think it's a great organization. Again, what they do is when there are natural disasters around uh, the country, they, they have trucks, they go down, they have their grills, monster grills, they bring people down, they get volunteers down in the area where they're at, and they cook for people. They give people barbecue meals, great, great hot meals to first responders, to displaced families, to anybody you need. They were just down in Houston, uh, and they work with a lot of great people in Houston, sent, had food to send it to nursing homes, fed the people that needed to be fed. As I said, both first responders, people that are helping volunteering, and those who are in need. It's a phenomenal organization. Operation Barbecue Relief, OBR.org, if you want to check them out. I highly recommend it. I'll give you some info. They have a big golf tournament coming up in Kansas City in May. I'll talk about it as well. But uh, 
I really, really enjoy working for them. I think they do a lot of good. And who doesn't love a barbecued meal? And they're serving it to the people who need it most. So it's a, it's a very, very cool thing. I, I really, really enjoy working with them. Uh, and uh, we'll continue to do so. And I, I enjoy talking about them uh, as well. So uh, continue to enjoy. You know, sports are back. We're starting to see the states open up. Actually, as of the taping of this, my wife and I, the day of the taping of this, we are going to get our first vaccine um, for, for COVID. So we know those are going on. We know some states are opening up uh, fully, like Texas and Mississippi. I know some people don't agree with it. Whether you agree or disagree, I hope it works for them. Because that's, that's what we all eventually want to get back to. So I hope everybody is doing what they feel they need to do uh, to stay safe for their families and others around them. And, you know, just think about where we were a year ago. I was just about in my basement doing a show with Trey and my son, Mike, as, as the whole world. And, and, and again, I'm talking, you know, the whole world really was. But in our little world of sports, how it was starting to shut down, starting with, uh, with one basketball player, to where it led to all of last year. And it seems we're ramping back up uh, into, you know, not, not just the pros I'm talking about, but college, high school sports, Little League as well, that we're starting to get back there again. So, you know, I know we, I cross my fingers every day and keep hoping that we keep going in the right direction, and I hope we do. And hopefully together we all, all continue to get through this. So enjoy, enjoy what you're watching, enjoy what you're doing, take care of one another, and we'll talk again soon. Take care.